0: Hello and welcome to Moving Markets by Julius Baer. Please listen to the important legal information at the end of this podcast. Good
1: morning everybody. Our regular Moving Markets podcast will be back in its usual format on Monday, the 9th of January. But for today, we'd like to highlight a recent conversation that my colleague in Singapore, Roy Athanasius Ang, had with Sabrina Choi, a Singapore-based FX specialist, on Julius Baer's Beyond Markets podcast, where they discussed the strength of the US dollar and what this means for investors.
0: In this high inflation environment we find ourselves in now, central banks around the world generally prefer a stronger domestic currency to manage inflation. We also see economies with an import dependency looking to cushion the impact of the dollar strength with a stronger local currency. So Sabrina, amidst this backdrop of a stronger US dollar, who would you reckon are the winners and losers?
2: Like you shared, indeed in our current high inflation environment, Central banks prefer a strong domestic currency to mitigate inflation. One clear winner in this case will be the US. A strong US dollar dampens the effects of inflation, and this is useful in today's high inflation environment. On a corporate level, if you're a US-based company importing a lot of raw materials from countries like Australia or China, a strong US dollar will clearly be beneficial to you. Or, if you're a multinational company based outside of US, That is a bulk of your revenue stream in US. This will be beneficial to you if you convert the US dollar profits back to your home currency. Of course, the converse is true. If you are a US-based company which exports a lot of your products, your clients will find your goods much more expensive because of the strong dollar. If you are a US-based multinational company and have a bulk of your revenue based in non-US dollar currencies, you'll find that you get a lot less US dollar profits after converting into US dollar. The strong US dollar is also hurting a lot of emerging currencies with a high amount of dollar-denominated debt. They are hit by the double whammy of a weak domestic currency and rising interest rates. This may result in the government having to cut back on certain essential funding, like food and healthcare subsidies, which could potentially lead to social unrest. An example of this was in Sri Lanka in July, where the people stormed the president's palace, forcing him to flee the country. Likewise, for investors who are not US dollar-based, they are seeing their US dollar borrowing costs soar against their home currency. In addition, the equity and bond market has been particularly challenging in 2022, so we could potentially see investors not only suffering mark-to-market losses on their US dollar-denominated investments, but also higher dollar funding costs.
0: Right, so what can investors do or what should they think about for their portfolios?
2: So, as investors with a global portfolio, It is important to actively consider whether you want to hedge your currency exposure whenever you invest in something that is not in your base currency. For example, very generally speaking, if you as a Singapore dollar-based individual had invested in Nikkei 225, you would have been relatively better off as compared to investing in S&P or NASDAQ. However, if you take into account the currency of the investment, your Nikkei gains would have been massively eroded by the 20% depreciation in the Japanese yen versus the Sing dollar, as compared to the 6% gain in the US dollar against the Sing dollar. So, if you had a view that yen would weaken, by hedging your exposure on the onset, you would have been able to mitigate some of the depreciation in the currency. Generally, currency exposures should be reviewed as frequently as the underlying asset because the US dollar may be king now, but it may not be the case forever.
0: Sabrina, I like that you brought up the point of the US dollar being king. I'm sure one thing that has crossed the minds of most people is whether the US dollar will ever lose its status as a reserve currency. So what are your thoughts on that?
2: Roy, I think it is a very valid question. Being a reserve currency is a much-coveted status, since everyone wants to hold it, and it allows the country to issue debt relatively cheaply. If you go way back in history, US dollar was not always the reserve currency. Before the dollars, we had the Great British Pound during the 19th and the first half of the 20th century. It had already lost its shine way before the current currency crisis. And before that, the Dutch Guilder in Europe during the 17th and 18th centuries. Many factors come into play as to how a currency becomes a world reserve currency. This ranges from geopolitical to size, ease of access and stability of the market. When US imposed sanctions on Russia after the Ukraine invasion, This raised questions about whether there is risk to U.S. dollar being a reserve currency. Russia and China also worked together on reducing their reliance on dollars in an effort to hedge against potential sanctions by the U.S. in future, given their complex relationships. In recent times, there has been talk on separate occasions on a reserve currency alternative to the U.S. dollar, be it the euro, Japanese yen, or Chinese yuan. Before the sharp correction this year, Even the idea of Bitcoin being one has floated. However, to be a viable reserve currency, some of the requirements include having a large and liquid bond market and an open capital account. Having said that, the US dollar's reserve currency status is something to keep in the back of your mind when making investments. How will your portfolio perform should the day come when the dollar is no longer the reserve currency? Or when US treasuries are no longer the nearly risk-free assets they are now considered to be? It may or may not happen anytime in the near future, but it is definitely something to consider, especially when you're thinking in terms of wealth preservation, not just for today, but for your future generations to come.
1: So that's all for today then. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. To listen to this conversation in full, please search for The Impact on the US Dollar Strength on Investors and the World on the Beyond Markets channel. The usual Moving Markets show returns on Monday, the 9th of January. But do tune in again tomorrow when we'll be sharing more interesting insights from
0: our recent podcasts. Bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. What will
1: the cities of the future look like? What kind of vehicles will fill our streets? Think Tank is a monthly podcast where Julius Bear experts look further ahead into the future. We aim to capture the world's biggest longer term themes and put them into context for investors. Search for Think Tank on your favorite podcast player.
2: Only that, only that.